wrestle not against flesh and blood. Victory is a goal for every battle. Get set for an empowerment to conquer in the battles of life as you listen to Encounter with the Truth by Pastor Sammy. There is somebody here, you have a problem with your neck, like turning the neck is difficult for you. Right now, the hand of the Lord have touched that neck. That problem with that neck is gone in Jesus' name. There's a lady here too with a sub abdomen problem. Right now, that problem is gone in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your presence. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Clap your hands this morning. Please have your seat in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Taking your place in the kingdom of God. This is part two. Taking your place in the kingdom of God. This is part two. Praise God. In John 1, verse 11 to 13, John, the gospel according to St. John, he said, he came unto his own, but his own receive him not. But as many as receive him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Praise the Lord. We need to understand that salvation is the entry point into the kingdom of God. Salvation is the door to God's kingdom. God's kingdom is God's family on earth. When we talk about the kingdom of God, we are talking about the family of God on earth. And what will make you become a member of that family is salvation. As many as receive him, those that believe in his name, he gave them the power to become the sons of God. Praise the Lord. 
This morning, you are part of God's family in Jesus' name. If you are not saved before this service will end, you will be part of God's family in Jesus' name. In John chapter 5, verse 9, the word of God says that when you become part of the family, verse 9, he said, and they sang a new song saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred, out of every tongue, out of every people, and out of every nation. So if you become part of God's family, the word of God says that you have been redeemed from your natural kindred. You are redeemed from your natural tongue. You are redeemed from the natural tribe. And you are redeemed from the nation that you used to belong. This morning, by the grace that is working on this altar, I declare that every blessing in God's family, let it begin to work for you in Jesus' name. Every grace working for God's children, let it work for you in Jesus' name. Now, the good news is that in Revelation 11, verse 15, Revelation 11, verse 15, God's intention for his family is to use his kingdom to dominate the kingdoms of this world. God wants to use his kingdom, his family, which we call the kingdom of God, to dominate the kingdoms of this world. Praise the Lord. So in Revelation eleven fifteen, 15, it said, And the seven angels sounded, and there were great voices in heaven saying, the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ and it shall reign forever and ever. Praise the Lord. The kingdoms of this world has become the kingdoms of our God and of his Christ that God will reign over all the earth. Everybody say all the earth. Everybody say, all the earth. So, the intentions of God, our Father, is that he will use the kingdom of God to dominate all the kingdoms of this world. This morning, I decree in the name of Jesus, every work of the kingdoms of this world that is working against you, is dominated over in Jesus' name. It is dominated over in Jesus' name. It is dominated over in Jesus' name. You know, in Psalm 22, the verse 28, talking about this same thing, the psalmist said, For the kingdom is the loss. And is the governor among all the nations. 
The kingdoms is the Lord's. And he is the governor among all the nations. I want you to understand that the intentions of God is to use his family, which is you and me who are saved, to use us to dominate all the kingdoms of this world. Everybody say the kingdoms of this world. Why? Because the kingdoms is the Lord. And is the governor over all the nations. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So the reason why you and I, we are saved, is for God to use us to dominate all the kingdoms of this world. Oh, praise the Lord. And the good news is that for this to happen, for you and I to be able to be used by God to dominate all the kingdoms of this world, you must first take your place as a child. Praise the Lord. We are talking about taking your place in the kingdom. You must be positioned so that God can use you to turn the kingdoms of this world around. Praise the Lord. Clap your hands for the Lord. Now, very important for you to take your place demands that you must faithfully and consciously be dependent on the word of God. No child in the kingdom of God can take his place without giving preference, priority, giving all that is in him, giving diligence to the word of God. It takes God's word for God's children in the kingdom to take their place so that they can be used as agents to dominate the kingdoms of this world. For it to become the kingdom of our God and of his Christ. Praise the Lord. So God's word is that material, is that resource available to God's children to be able to dominate the kingdoms of this world. For it to become the kingdoms of our God and of his Christ. Praise the Lord. Very important. Very important. Very important. Any child of God that neglects the word of God will never be used as an instrument of dominion. Because the word is the 
power for dominion. Praise the Lord. So why the word? Why do I need the word to take my place in the kingdom? Number one, the word is full of the spirit. The word is full of the spirit. We are living in the world which is full of spirits. Paul told us in Ephesians 6.20, Ephesians 6.12, he said, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against rulers of darkness, spiritual hosts of wickedness in high places. We are in a world which is full of spirits. Second Corinthians 10, 3, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. So for you to have dominion, you need something spiritual to handle the spiritual things on earth. Yes. You, you are in a world which is full of spirits. And for you to dominate, you need something spiritual. <laughs> you need something spiritual. And the only authentic spiritual material on earth is the word of God. That's only. That's only. So Jesus said in John 6, 63. He said it is the spirit that quickens. For this earth, on this earth, for you to be able to do anything, you need the quickening. And what can quicken you is the spirit. And what is full of the spirit is the word. He said, the word that I speak to you, they are spirits and they are life. This morning, anything weak in your life, by the quickening power of the word, be quickened in the name of Jesus Christ. Any dead thing in any aspect of your life, by the spiritual force in the word, may it crush it in the name of Jesus Christ. There is nothing that you can depend on which is more solidified on earth when it comes to spiritual things. But the word. Yes. There is no book that is ever spiritual than the word. Look, if you don't understand huh, that this world you are living in is full of spirits, then you would never prevail. The reason why a lot of people doesn't become who God has made them to be. You know, people have very little mind. They see little success. They, they see little progress. And they are okay. But where God wants to take you and me. In Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. Look at this. He said, if you are hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God. 
and observe to do all that I command you this day, then the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all the nations. Somebody say, above all. Somebody say, above all. Somebody say, above all. Somebody say, above all. Yes. When you go to the verse 12, it says you shall be the head, not the tail. You shall be above only, not beneath. Above only. Everybody say, above only. From today, I decree in the name of Jesus, by the word of the Lord, may you be above only in Jesus' name. May you be above only in Jesus' name. Yes. So you need the word to take your place on earth. Now, point one that God is saying with us that because this world is full of spirits. And the only spiritual, authentic material available to you as a child of God to have dominance is the word. Ezekiel said, and the spirit entered into me when the word came to me. Ezekiel 2.2. 2. The spirit entered into me. It's amazing. As we are here, we are here. There are a lot of spirits. Angels are all here. God is here. Jesus is here. Holy God. But you can't see. Praise the Lord. When you go out there, Demons, they can't be here. They are there, but your eyes can't see you. So this world we are in is full of spirits. Open to your Bible. 2 Corinthians 10, 3. Everybody open. And see it. He said, though you walk in the flesh, you, you do not walk after the flesh. But the weapons of your warfare are not carnal. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yes. You are walking in the flesh. But the people that are warring against you are not fleshly people. They are spiritual. So to dominate you need something spiritual. And that is the word. Clap your hands for the Lord. Number two. Why do I need the word to take my place in the kingdom? In Matthew chapter 24 verse 35. Jesus speaking from the mouth of the truth himself. He said, heaven and earth shall pass away. But my word. But my word. But my word. But my word. It said, but my word shall not pass away. So why do I need a word? It is only the word that is ever fashionable, fashionable. It is only the word that is ever fashionable. It never passed away. Do you know fasting? You know, fasting comes and goes. Haircut, it comes and goes. 
Type of dress, it comes and goes. Type of shoe, it comes and goes. Everything we see, technology, it comes and it becomes outmoded. Type of building style, it comes and later becomes outmoded. Do you understand? Everything come and go. Even human beings, you come and you go. There's a day to be born and a day to die. So all of us, one day we'll pass away. Maybe 70 years to come, it's likely everybody here will be underground if Jesus have not come. Seventy years to come. The only thing that never passes away is the word of God. So the Holy Ghost told me it is the only thing that is ever fashionable. It, you can put it on now. Put it on fifty years to come. Put it on thousand years to come. When you go back thousand years back, Peter, James, and John, two thousand years ago, they were putting on the same work on their life. And it was still working for them. And two thousand years after, it's working for we here. And if Jesus tarries two thousand years to come, it will still be working. So I need the word to take my place because it is that thing which works all the time at any place for anyone in any generation. Praise the Lord. It is ever fashionable. God's word. It never passes out. Praise the Lord. Type of dance pass away. Type of music passes away. Praise the Lord. Everything. But God's word. Type of government passes away. Type of technology passes away. Can you imagine that my first computer I had in 2004, it was modern. It was desktop Pentium 2. Do you know the size of my hard drive? It was so big in that time. It was 2 gig. It was 2 gig. And even at that time, my computer was the oboe in town. Do you understand? To the point that people were coming to me for me to teach them computer. And I remember I took money and taught him computer, computer teacher. Pentium 2 with, with hard drive. Hard drive no was 2 gig. Heaven and earth are pass away. Jesus said, 
but my word never passed away. So I need the word to take my place in the kingdom so that God will use me to make the kingdoms of this world to become the kingdoms of our God. Because the word is the only thing that is ever fashionable. Praise the Lord. Types of aeroplane, it passes away. If you look at the first aeroplane that the Wright brothers, uh, you, you nowadays, everything is a go, go girl. Why we close, go girl, and look at the first aeroplane ever invented. You see the way it looked like. The first car ever invented, go go it, something will come, you will see. There is nothing that is the same, but this word, huh, it has remained the same from the beginning, and it is the same now, and it will be the same tomorrow, and before Jesus comes, it will still hot be the same. Praise the Lord. Why do I need the word to take my place? In Isaiah 34, verse 16, it says, Seek ye the book of the Lord and read. It shall not fail. None shall lack a mate. For my mouth it has commanded it, and my spirit have guarded it. God's word is the only thing that never fails. I need the word to take my place because it is ever dependable. It is that thing that, can you, that you can solidly rely on. The psalmist said in Psalm 125, he said, those that trust in the Lord, they are like Mount Zion. They cannot be moved. And they abide forever. May the Lord make you abide in Jesus name. Anything that is failing in your life. By the word coming to you. I decree it ends in Jesus name. It carries in it the power to triumph. And to prevail over issues. When your marriage is failing. And the word of God comes into it. It stabilizes us. When your ministry is failing and the word of God comes into it, it stabilizes the ministry. When your health is failing and the word comes into it, it stabilizes the health. God's word is the only thing that never fails. Shout a big hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So you need the word. You need the word to take your place in the kingdom. Now, what is in the word that will enable me to take my place in the kingdom? You sent your word to deliver 
sent your word to bring healing to the sick. You sent your word to bring life, Lord. Send your word to bring life to the dead. Speak, Lord, let your word have its way. Sabagadabakadia, Tabadeke de Badabasika Tabadia, Sagadabakali de Mosqueda Gadayas, Sabagadian de Gale Sabagadas, Heha, this way, speak, Lord, speak. Hindaba, he close a banda keda bande sabagadas. Hey, ha, this way. Imala, send your way, you send your way. to the Send to bring healing to the sick. You sent your word to bring hope, Lord. You sent your word to bring life to you. Send you send your way. To deliver, to deliver, you sent your way, you sent your way, to bring healing to the sick, you sent your way, to bring hope, hope to the despair, sent your way. Why, what is in the word that will enable me to take my place in the kingdom? Number one, in Luke chapter 5 verse 17, it said, and it came to pass that while Jesus was teaching 
And the Pharisees and the doctors of the law were there. In Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of God was present to heal them. It came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there, there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by which came of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of God was present to heal. What is in the word? The number one thing is that in the word is anointing. For all round triumph in the word. There is anointing in God's word. To cause your life to triumph. This morning by that anointing. I command triumph for you in the name of Jesus Christ. I command every yoke and every burden on your life. By the anointing in the word. To be destroyed in the name of Jesus Christ. Every hold that I've taken over you. By the anointing I commanded crash in the name of Jesus Christ. Every sickness in your body by the anointing. I commanded healed in the name of Jesus Christ. While Jesus was teaching. The anointing of the Lord was available to heal. In the word is anointing. Praise the Lord. Jesus, who is the word, the Bible said that God anointed him with the Holy Ghost and with power. So the word is full of anointing, full of power. For change, for triumph, for blessings. You know, if you don't know the importance of anointing, huh? You know, there are people in this church that by virtue of the anointing upon this commission and upon my life, their life have totally changed. Anointing makes a world of difference. Anointing makes a world of what? Yes. There are people who have died, but by the anointing here, they are still alive. Anointing. And in God's word is anointing. Anointing. It heals every disease. It destroys every yoke. And remove every burden. This morning by the anointed word coming to you. Any yoke upon your life. I command it broken in Jesus name. Every burden on your life, I command it remove in the name of Jesus Christ. When God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and with power, the Bible says he went about doing good. So the anointing on the word, what it does is that it does good. Everybody say that's good. Everybody say that's good. Say that's good. Praise the Lord. The anointing on the word do good to people. 
edugu edugu may the lord do good in your life may he show goodness to you in jesus name may he make goodness to happen for you in jesus name receive it now praise the lord in the word is anointing number 2 in the word also Is the nature of God. In 2 Peter chapter 1. Verse 3 and 4. 2 Peter chapter 1. Verse 3 and 4. It says according as his divine power. Has given unto us all things that pertains to life and godliness. Through the knowledge of him that has called us of glory. That has called us to glory and virtue. Verse 4. Whereby giving unto us exceedingly great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in this world through lust. Praise the Lord. In the word is divine nature. By the way, we are able to live Christ's life. We are able to live Christ's life. On this planet earth in its fullness. By the word. You and I are able to live Christ's life. In its fullness. On earth. Praise the Lord. He said whereby he has given unto his exceedingly great and precious promises. But by that exceedingly great and precious promises, we might be partakers of the divine nature, of the divine heart. And when you have that divine nature, you will be, you escape the corruption in this world. The life of man that goes with weakness, that, that goes with weakness, that goes with sickness, that goes with pain, that goes with lack. You'll be able to escape it. You'll be able to escape it. This morning, by the nature of God in the word, every corruption in this world that is going on in your body, I bring it to an end in the name of Jesus Christ. No believer can be able to live the Christ life life except by the word. In the word is divine nature. What is divine nature? The life of Christ. So you're able to live that life of God on earth when you are walking with the way. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That is why Jesus, who was full of the word, full of the word, he lived a full life of God on earth. Full. Because he was full of the word. He said he's full of grace and truth. He's full of what? Grace and what? Truth. He's full of what? Grace and what? Truth. Full. So when you become full of the word, you begin to live full of God's life on earth. You escape all the corruption, all the pains in this world, all the sickness and disease. 
All the poverty, lack and want. All the demonic attacks. The more of the word in you, the less of demonic attack you experience. Because you escape. You escape. May your life from today escape every demonic attack in the name of Jesus Christ. By the truth of God's word that is coming to you, every demonic attack you are in, I command you loose in the name of Jesus Christ. Every family altar that is holding on to your life, I demand your freedom in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. So, you see that Jesus, one of the things he took time to do is to teach the people the word. Teach them. Are you getting it? Jesus kept on laying truth on the people's life. Laying truth, 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 truth. Because it will take the truth to have triumph, to escape, to escape. This morning, anything chasing you have escaped in Jesus' name. You have escaped poverty in Jesus' name. Escape sickness in Jesus' name. Escape afflictions in the name of Jesus Christ. Any death attack, you escape it in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Clap your hands to the Lord. What is also in the word? In the word also is deliverance. Everybody say deliverance. Everybody say deliverance. Say deliverance. Yes. The word is what sets free from all demonic and human bondages. You know, God's word does not only set you demonically free. It also sets you free from all forms of human bondages. Turn with me to Psalm 105. Psalm 105. Concerning Joseph, huh? I want you to look at it. Joseph was humanly put into captivity. It wasn't a demonic bondage. Potiphar's wife told a lie on him. And he was taken into prison. For so many years. From theologians, they said Joseph was 17 years when he went to prison. He came out when he was 30. When he became prime minister, he was 30 years. So he was in prison for 13 good years. By a lie, a demonic lady, a woman told on him. And look, I'm... God is telling you that God's word does not only set 
demonically free. It also set you free from human bondage. Praise the Lord. In Psalm 105 verse 6 verse 17. It says he sent a man before them. Even Joseph who was sold for a servant. Whose feet they had with fetters. He was made in iron. Verse 19. Let us all read together. Verse 19. Everyone. One, two. Until the time his word what? The word of the Lord what? Tried him. Verse 20. The king sent and loose him. Even the ruler of the people. And let him go free. And let him go hot. Free. God's word delivers from human bondage. Joseph was put into captivity by a lie that a woman told on her to be in prison for about 13 solid years. But when God's word came to him, that word delivered him from prison, which he had been there for about 13 good what? Yes. 13 good what? Yes. It delivers from human captivity and spiritual captivity. Everyone says spiritual. In Luke chapter 4, verse 33 to 36. Look at it. I want you to, it doesn't matter the bondage. You might be working. And your boss has put you into bondage. Whatever promotion that is yours. Because of something. He's saying that as long as he's the boss. You will not be promoted. I have come with the word of God this morning. And I command your deliverance in Jesus name. I command your freedom in Jesus name. I command your liberty in the name of Jesus Christ. I decree that anything that have held you in bondage humanly, you are free in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Spiritual bondage in Luke chapter 4, verse 33 to 36. Luke chapter 4. And in the synagogue, there was a man who had a spirit of an unclean Unclean devil. So this one is in bondage by the devil. And cried out with a loud voice saying, Let us alone. We have, what have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him saying, Hold your peace and come out of him. And when the devil had thrown him in the midst, he came out of him and he hurt him not. And they were amazed and spake, saying among themselves, What a word is this? Somebody say, What a word. Shouted, What a word. Shouted, What a word. Shouted, What a word. He said, What a word is this? What a word is this. For with authority and power, he command unclean spirit and they come out. 
this morning in the name of Jesus, every work of devils in your life, I command it out in the name of Jesus Christ. I arrest every demonic power holding on to any aspect of your life. And I command it out in the name of Jesus Christ. I command it out in the name of Jesus Christ. The word delivers from human and spiritual bondages. Praise the Lord. You are free. You are free. You are free. You are loose in Jesus' name. You are loose in the name of Jesus Christ. You know, because of the content of the word, there is the need for me to give diligence to the word. I have to give due diligence to the word. Due diligence. Due diligence. Praise the Lord. By always working to receive and working to understand. I must work to receive the word and I must work to understand the word. Praise the Lord. I must give due diligence to the word. Uh, look, a lot of people doesn't do due diligence to God's word. Oh. Yes. Because like, with this light that is coming to you, and you play with God's word. Then you are playing with your life. We have to give due diligence. And the place of due diligence. Is the understanding of the word. Somebody say understanding. Somebody say understanding. Somebody say understanding. In Matthew chapter 13 verse 23. He said, the word of God that falls on the good ground and bring forth fruit is those that hear the word and understands it and bring forth fruit in 30-fold, 60-fold, and 100-fold according to their levels of understanding. So the due diligence to the word, you must give due diligence to receiving the word first. And you must give due diligence to understanding the word. Yes. They had the same word, but their results were different. What brought the difference in results is the difference in their understanding. The difference in their heart. Understanding. The difference. In their understanding. The difference in their understanding. 
So it is very important that you work yourself to understand God's word in the way God wants you to understand it. Praise the Lord. Yes. You have to work yourself to understand God's word in the way God wants you to understand it. Paul put it in this way. Ephesians 1 verse 18. He said that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. That the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. That the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. So God wants the eyes of your understanding to be enlightened. Concerning his word. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, understanding, being a, the, the, the due diligence to God's word is in two things, receiving and understanding. Uh, that's, that's where, so in the receiving, one way to receive is to read it. One way to receive is to hear it. One way to receive is to watch it. Are you here? All those are mediums of what? Receiving. And when you receive finish, you have due diligence to understand what you have received. So, right now, what the Holy Ghost is doing is giving you a receptacle of receiving. The revelation God has given to me, I am showing you to see the same way. But the resources will generate for you is based on your own understanding. Are you understanding? This is where the due diligence is. You have to personally take due diligence. Everyone say due diligence. Yes. Due diligence. Due diligence. Due diligence. Due diligence. Understand. 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 Praise God. That is why it's important that, you know, there are some of us who are new in the church. Get right. Learn to write. Get a book. Get something. When you come to church, write. As long as you can write, write something. Someone say write. Write, type, write, uh, write something. And when you go home, sit down and receive it for understanding. Praise the Lord. Sound hallelujah. Sound hallelujah. Yes. The due diligence is in the understanding. The due diligence is in the receiving and the understanding. Who will God give understanding? Let me just end 
when it comes to understanding of God's word, the one who enlightens believer, the believer, his name is called the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of understanding. He's the one that lightens our understanding. In Isaiah 11 verse 3, the prophet Isaiah said, he will give you a quick understanding. In the word of God, the word of God is the one he called the fear of God. He will give you a quick understanding in the fear of God. A quick understanding in the word of God. So the Lord Holy Spirit is the one who give understanding. Understanding into the word. Understanding into the word. Understanding into the word. Understanding into the word. Praise the Lord. And who would the Holy Ghost give understanding? Two kind of people I'm sharing today. The first kind of people the Holy Ghost will give understanding to. Believers. It's a believer who is meek spirited. Oh yes. The Holy Ghost give understanding to believers who is meek spirited. Somebody who is meek, humble, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Blessed are the meek, Matthew 5, 5, for they shall inherit every good thing on the earth. Which includes understanding. You need understanding on this earth. You don't need it in heaven. You need it here. To make life. Praise the Lord. Everything in the kingdom good. You need it on earth. Not in heaven. Heaven where you go there. Your life is perfect. In heaven you don't do anything. God have done everything there for you. Praise the Lord. But here on earth, due diligence. So the Holy Ghost give understanding to meek-spirited believers. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In Psalm 25 verse 9, it said the meek will he teach his ways. And the meek will he guide in judgment. So the believer who walk in meekness. Meek spirited believers walk in understanding. Number two. The type of believer. Who also walk in understanding. Is the believer who is walking in a pure heart. A believer walking in pure heart and pure mind. Pure heart and pure mind. Your conscience is clear towards God and towards man. 
Praise the Lord. In, uh, over the years, huh, as I'm growing in the spirit, I've seen that a lot of believers doesn't have pure conscience. They are talking to you, but their, their motives are wrong towards you. They have wrong motives. Praise the Lord. No wonder Jesus was very careful with Because a lot of men have evil conscience towards their brothers. Uh, sometimes surprise Paul used to talk about so much in, in, the, in the epistles. But that is how it really is. That's why the Holy Ghost was cautioning. Somebody might be laughing with you. But if God should open his brain for you to see what is there, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. So it boils down to you and me as God's children that you walk with pure mind and pure heart towards brothers. Praise the Lord. Most of the time, if you are working like that, a lot of people will disappoint you, but don't worry. That is what brings the blessing. That is what brings what? The, the blessing. You'll be disappointed in many ways by the life of men. But you don't need to worry. Because that is the reality. In Matthew chapter 5 verse 8, he said, blessed are the pure in heart. For they shall see God. For they shall see who? Blessed are the pure in heart. Let me give you counsel. There's my own counsel. I operate with every man as if he knows what is in my mind. That is what helped me to to live a pure conscience and a pure mind. So I live with people with a certain consciousness that this guy, he knows everything in my mind. So if he, he knows it, will he still get close to me? So I make sure that my conscience and my mind towards you is clear. Maybe it will help you take that. Praise the Lord. Somebody's blessed. Somebody's blessed. Somebody's blessed. Somebody's blessed. No wonder John told us that Jesus knew what was in man. So he didn't put his trust and confidence in who? In man. So for you to walk in understanding. You need, you need, you need number one, a mixed spirited lifestyle. Number two, you need to walk with a pure heart and a pure mind. A pure heart and what? Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. 
So the very moment you walk with the Holy Ghost like that, you, he positions you to give you standard. Praise the Lord. How will you get understanding? You get a number one way. I'm just talking about one. Is to go before God in fasting and prayers and ask for it. So whilst we are in this fast, one of the things you should ask God is understanding in the word. In Isaiah 58, verse 8, he said, Then your light will break forth speedily. Your light will break forth. Your understanding will come forth like the morning. Your light, your understanding will come forth like the morning. So in fastings, we receive understanding. We receive what? 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 Understanding. In fastings, we receive understanding. 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 The first scripture I read to you, those that want to be fat, they, they, they shall be fat, those that eat and worship. It's the Holy Ghost who showed me. He said, you want to be fat. You want to be fat. You want to be fat. Eat the word. And stay in worship. You will naturally be fat. You'll be fat financially. This ministry will be fat. Your health will be fat. Your children will be fat. All those that want to be fat. He said you have to eat. Eat what? The word. And stay in worship. You will be fat. Be on your feet. I want you this morning to desire a touch of the Lord. I want you to desire a touch of the Lord. I want you to desire a touch of the Lord. In his presence, a touch of the Lord. All those that be fat, worship him and eat. God's word has come to you. For you to take your place. The only thing that will hinder you this morning is when you are not a child in the kingdom. God's kingdom is God's family. I want you to lift up your voice and bless his name.
you are here this month and you want Jesus in your life, somebody here needs to give his life to Jesus. Something might change in your life. You need that Jesus. I want to pray with you. You want to say Jesus will become your Lord and Savior. Lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. You want to say, I need Jesus. If I die today, I cannot make it to heaven because my life is not right. Lift your right hand and I'll pray with you. In somebody's life. Say, Father, I thank you that you died on the cross. For me, today, I ask you, come into my life. Become my Lord and Savior. From today, I will follow you and serve you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name. We hope you have been blessed by the word. We would love to have you worship with us at Conquerors Global Ministries. Takrade. Or call us on 0243-287-958 or 0246-111-278. You are blessed.